What's going on, love? Hi, how are you? Welcome, welcome to the Richie Moon Show. So this is a new format. Well, I've done in-person interviews before, okay. but I mostly do it on um, IGTV or like Instagram Live. And I feel like with the environment that I'm in, with all this life that I'm living, I want people to to see more of it, you know, because you can only get a limited view on, on, on Instagram. That's true. So you are my first guest that I am doing this, uh, that I'm moving this new format into. So welcome. Um, you have a lot of titles. You do a lot of things. Can you tell the people your, 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 your multitude of titles? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. First, I want to thank you for having of course, me. Of course, of course, thank of course, you. of course. Um, love and light, beautiful people. <laughs> so I have a range of talents. Um, I go by different titles. I would say I am a chef, a vegan chef. I am a model. Oh, you can see that. You can see that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I would say runway models specifically, but I do other modeling as well. I am a student right now at Georgia State University, full time, actually. Um, I would say those three are my main titles. I have other things on the back end, but I'll save those for later. Okay, okay. So before we get into the full interview, I like to start off the the program by giving our ashes to our ancestors that are no longer here with us, that are guiding us through this. So um, if there's anybody that you want to say, family member, relative, you know, um, we just lost DMX. You know, I didn't know DMX personally, but he was a big part of my childhood. So I shade a DMX and you can just, you know, say anybody, anybody that means anything to you, you can just go ahead and feel free and just, you know, speak their name and, you know, let them know that we, we appreciate them. We love them. They still here with us. <laughs> yes. Okay. I would love to acknowledge my ancestors, oh, my Zagwe, my little brother Zagwe. Mm, he is also transitioned, so Ashe. And I would like to acknowledge every unknown presence that walks with me and support me. Mm -hmm. And the most high, mm -hmm. the, as most important, the most high, Ashe, and my family. My family, my mom. Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sending love and light. Yes, Ashe to that, Ashe to that. So... Uh, with that being said, you know, you are a runway model, yes. you are a student, you are a cook. So before we can... Uh, sorry, I want to add on uh -huh. an oh, entrepreneur. Oh, hey. <laughs> 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 yes. I am moving forward with my vegan chef. My title as a vegan chef, I'm turning it into a business. So mm -hmm. I am an entrepreneur as well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. We love to hear that. We love to hear that. We love to hear that. So entrepreneur... Runway model, student. So to appreciate where we got here today, let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's where where it. where are you from? So I was born mm -hmm. in Miami, Florida. Okay, hey, three oh five. You're talking about. <laughs> and I was raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. So that's where I was born, and that's mm -hmm. where I was raised. And right now, mm -hmm. currently reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so what? So I remember before um, the first time we met, you had like the really big pot. I mean, obviously you were cooking for the event, right. but we started talking. And you said you had a really big family. Mm -hmm. So how many siblings do you have? It's <laughs> my favorite part. My family means everything <laughs> to me. Literally, um, I have 
nine siblings. So in total, Ooh. there are ten of us. Hey, ten. Ten. <laughs> yes, and I'm the second oldest of the ten. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I would say that is where the chef stems from. Mm. That's where the cooking comes in. So you kind of, I would assume, being uh, one of ten children, cooking kind of was almost a necessity that you had to learn how to cook. <laughs> definitely right. a necessity. Right, right, you right. You right, right. on the spot, definitely a necessity. Yeah. So, but there had to be a point where it just moved from being a necessity for taking care of your siblings and family mm-hmm. members to a point where it's just like, I like this. I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. It was an aha moment. Do you remember your, your aha moment? You know, I don't remember the exact moment, but I can mm-hmm. tell you it was a time frame. Mm-hmm. It was a time frame where it literally was necessity turned passion because I saw the beauty in it. I saw mm-hmm. the beauty that was spreaded in it. I saw the love that was spreaded as well. I saw the energy that was literally fed through, you know, from me to other people. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. you can literally see whether someone would be full of energy, full Mm -hmm. of the love and light that you put in the food (laughs) or have the itis and, you know, sleepier, you know, you can see everything. Mm -hmm. And it, it was necessity to her passion when I saw all those beautiful things come together. Mm. And I saw how I could take vegetables. I, I learned more about what I was eating. Mm-hmm. How I could take vegetables and make them taste so good to the point that they're, everyone are craving and requesting like, Shaw, can you please cook? Maya, right. please cook for right. us. Could you please cook? <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of that over here. Uh, her food made me start dancing. And, uh, yeah, that was the happy dance. That was the happy dance. I, was, I, I love the fact that you're um, a vegan chef, you know, because, you know, the world is starting to, to conform, starting to, to transform. And especially for us, melanated people, you know, for so long, our ancestors have, you know, unbeknownst to them, we've eaten things that have caused us heart disease, kidney disease, a whole list, laundry list of physical ailments. So the fact that we are going out of our way to eat healthy, to talk about healthy, cooking healthy, going out of your, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for that. Um, what, did you have a, I know, you know, being from a large family, obviously mama was a big influence, but was there anybody outside of your family that really influenced you to get into cooking that was just like, oh, I like her. I like him. I like what they're doing. Honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. I love cooking shows. Cooking shows, were, okay, okay. that that was definitely an inspiration. Mm-hmm. I would see the presentations that the mm-hmm. chef would, you know, have to come come up with these creative meals and creative right, ideas right, right, to right. create an amazing dish. So cooking shows was a huge inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking shows, my stepfather, who was a chef for okay, okay. 14 years, um, at TGI Friday, who taught me some of the things I know, like, you know, little hey. skills with how I chop my vegetables, you yeah, know, to yeah, protect yeah. my fingers, <laughs> things like that. So he was an inspiration. My mom, the biggest inspiration, of course, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but I know you said outside my family. Um, yeah, it was cooking shows. It was definitely cooking shows and Andrew Zimmerman. Andrew Zimmerman? Yes. Okay, why Andrew, Andrew, why Andrew Zimmerman? Andrew Zimmerman um, has a show mm-hmm. where he goes around and he samples some of the world's most bizarre foods mm. bizarre mm. outrageous crazy simplest you know he he samples everything and he tries it and that gave me 
um, the that gave me the inspiration to say, you know what? Hey, I want Andrew Zimmerman, Zimmerman to come try my vegetables one right. day and my food, right, my right. you know nutritional meal at that, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. how he likes it, how he feels, what he thinks about it. So he was definitely an inspiration to start chefing up. That part, okay, okay, that's interesting. So let's uh, move a little bit to the left, a okay. little bit. So. You said that you model, runway model, obviously. You got them long legs. So that contributed <laughs> to it. Was, was modeling something that you got into because of your height or was it something that you were just like, you know, maybe I'm just assuming, you know, you've seen uh, America's Next Top Model and just like, I can do that. I want to do that. Let's do it. <laughs> wow. Why are you hitting it right on the spot? So it was similar. It was similar. Okay. America's Next Top Model definitely was my show growing mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was. And it was an inspiration. But no, modeling was not, um, it was not <clears throat> something I grew up with a passion or a drive to do. Okay. It was something I got into because of my height. Mm-hmm. And I would say, in the most humblest way, beauty. Mm-hmm. People always came up to me. Um, when I was younger, I started working at 14. I worked at a lot of multiple, like, different mm-hmm. fast food restaurants. Okay. People would always come to me and be like, what are you doing in this grease ball? You're so tall and beautiful. <laughs> you belong on runway. You belong in Paris. You belong in, in Dubai. You belong in so many different places. Right, like, why right. are you here? Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm 6'2", by the way, you know, for you guys who can't see, I'm 6'2". And um, they were asking me those questions. And when I got to Georgia State Mm -hmm. University, that is when on campus, um, a modeling group came up to me and Mm -hmm. said, hey, Mm -hmm. come, you know, come try us out. Mm -hmm. Come see, you know, come see how we move, come see how, what we could do, what we could offer. Mm -hmm. And that what initially got me all the way into modeling door. I met a Mm -hmm. professional model and I... Hey, that's what's up. So, do are men intimidated by your height, or are they? What what's what what is the deal? Are are you? So, I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. I'm gonna ask one by one. But are men are men intimidated by your height? I don't want to use my one brain and think for two people and say Mm -hmm. that they are. But off of body language (laughs) and certain statements men make, yes, they do give off the impression that they're intimidated. Mm. They do. They Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you shorter, is there there a a ratio from shorter men to taller men that try, that that try, that try their hand, that try their luck? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there is. Um, the short, the shortness, it is a thing for me. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely open to get to know them, but it is a huge deal breaker. It's just like, you know, you're just it's short. Just like, it's, you're just short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine when you throw on some heels, it's even more, it's even a, more just like, you know, wow, well. I can say that one of my first girlfriends was, well, my first girlfriend was, like, was tall, and I liked it. That's nice. I liked that. I know, I, but I, from a man. How did you feel? Um, it didn't make me feel any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I didn't like, you know, when she put on heels, I didn't like the fact that it was, I was looking up to her. I didn't like that, but it, didn't make, it never made me feel like I don't want to be with you just because of that. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, to get over that, but... 
Yeah, you know, I had to. I, I felt like for the guys out there, seeing you and for me not to ask, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you got them. It's, it, it's a thing for me. It's a thing. It's not a complete, just 100% no, but it is a thing for me. I'm still working on it. It's know? a preference. You would, just, you would yeah. prefer a man That's your height or taller. That, yeah, preference. Right. Yeah, and there's nothing. Love, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So what led you to Georgia State? Honestly, I've been saying I wanted to go to Georgia State University since seventh grade. Ooh. And that is something I stuck with all my high school years. So can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What was what made you make that commitment so early? Um, I went to Parkway Middle School and mm-hmm. there were these there were these events, um, these days, you know, they'll have career days, they'll have people yeah. come out and talk to you, you know, college recruiters, all these different schools. Mm-hmm. I did research on Georgia State University, and I like that the fact that it was an open campus. I mm-hmm. like that it wasn't too far from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking into their volleyball team because I was interested in volleyball at hey. the time. <laughs> yeah. So I just like that overall. It was, um, it was a choice that I said that I, I came home and I was like, Ma, I know where I'm going to college. Mm-hmm. She was like, where are you going, baby? I was like, Georgia State. She was like, oh, okay. That Georgia. Is- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. And even with me playing sports in high school and having coaches telling me, no, you need to go here. And even getting an offer, a full ride offer from Florida Memorial University. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got that offer. Um, I still turned it down to stick with what I initially Wanted to do, and I'm up. grateful for it. I'm so grateful for it. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. you stuck through it. You made a choice, and you and you fully committed. What uh, what sports did you play? In high school, mm-hmm. I played volleyball was my main sport. Mm-hmm. I played tennis. I played soccer for two seasons. Mm-hmm. I played flag football for one, and I did field events and track. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Yes. That's what's up. Which uh, so like um. Do you remember specifically which uh, events you did in track? Because I ran track in high school as well, too. That's nice. I did uh, shot put in this, and I did triple jump and triple jump and long jump. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> These long legs. Right, 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 right. I was, I was totally expecting you to say the hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> so, you get to Georgia State. Mm-hmm. What, what year did you get to Georgia State? 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. So, four-year college, yes? Yes. So, last year, obviously, you yes. know. Um, about to graduate. About to graduate. But how did last year, 2020, with the world events and COVID and everything, how did that affect your, like, you're about, you're at the finish. You can see the finish line and then COVID happened. So, take take me through your mindset, what was going on, like, what, yeah, what, what was going on during that time for you? So... Honestly, it was it was a major change. It was a big change. It was a big shift. Mm-hmm. It was it was surprising. It was like whoa. Yeah. Because I came down to Florida for spring break. Mm-hmm. I come back home every spring break, and that second week, that weekend of spring break, mm-hmm. there was an announcement that came through that said, "Okay, the schools are closed for an additional week for." COVID, you mm-hmm. know, for the virus spreading as fast as it did. Mm-hmm. It closed down for that additional week. And during that week that it closed down, they gave us another update with information of completely transitioning from in-person, in-class to 
online. Right, completely right. Completely online. Right. To the yeah. whole big transformation. Right, really, right. Just a big switch. So right. that was surprising because I'm a more, I'm more, you know, I'm more of a kinesthetic person. I, it has to be in person for me. I have right. to learn, you know, through touching, feeling, like actually being there to mm-hmm. completely grasp the top the topic so mm-hmm. that was a big thing for me and then um of course the fear that controlled everything and everyone mm-hmm. caused me not to return back to Atlanta for some time too mm-hmm. so I was mm-hmm. in Florida for a couple of months after mm-hmm. airports were closed yeah. everything was yeah. you know it was shut down it was a big shut down so it was a little it was different it was different it was uh an adjust an adjustment I would say um, but it wasn't a bad one. I, I don't. I wouldn't use the word bad. I would say it was different, yeah. and it was needed because it caused a shift in my thought process as well. Right. You know, right. it caused a shift in the way I do things. Like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. now that you have this time to apply elsewhere, you're gonna use this time and be beneficial. You know, take this extra time and apply elsewhere, and that's where. I use that time to grow every other aspect of me, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, mm-hmm. working out, mm-hmm. per- training with my personal trainer via Zoom, mm-hmm. you know, different things. So it was it was well needed. It was a cool transition. I agree. I I agree. Do you remember the, the first, not the first meal you cooked? Well, yeah. Do you remember the first meal you cooked? You know what? I do. Uh-huh. I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do. Would you believe I was... Was I, I believe I was 11. Mm-hmm. I was 11. I had to use a step stool. <laughs> and I was over the pot, no, over the stove, and I made rice and peas. Hey. I made rice and green peas. Um, and my mom walked me through every process, but she did not touch the spoon. I did everything, everything. myself. She just walked you through it. Everything. It was <laughs> so good. That's what's up. It was so good. It was so, so good. So that was your first meal that That's you made. My first what's meal. your favorite meal to make now? You wouldn't believe me if I still tell you rice and beans. Still rice and beans? <laughs> still rice and beans? I, yes. So <laughs> I am... I come from a Haitian and Bahamian background. Okay. So okay. my family is Haitian, my family is Bahamian. And that's, you know, that's our staple meals. We right. love rice and beans. We call it Z and Sospa. You know, mm. Z blunt, Sospa. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's like rice and beans. Um, and we make it all different kind of ways. We mm. make Z kole, which is rice and beans together, cooked together. Mm. Um, mm. We make, you know, Z jonjon, which is rice with a mushroom base that turns the, the rice black. So Ooh, I really. Good. <laughs> really, really love rice. I love rice. Um, another one of my favorite meals to make are tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh, tacos. We're about to have some tacos. Yes, <laughs> After this interview, we're going to have some tacos. tacos. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. I love tacos as well. Okay. Um, I love it for the flavor. I love flavor. Mm. I love to mix like a spicy and a tangy lime kind of flavor with my tacos. It goes mm. so well with the corn. So. How did you meet Arisha? I met her through... And for the family out there, that is um, I Am Surviving Vegan on Instagram. <laughs> I met her through um, Instagram, actually. She reached out to me mm-hmm. in booking me for an event, for her event, to cook for her. Oh, nice, yes. nice, nice. So everything just kind of, everything comes full circle. Yes. So do you have any favorite historical figures or do you have anybody from your from your own lineage that... 
you know, impacted your life in a in a specific way? I would say I have been so <clears throat> social media has became, you know, a perfect tool right. for that. Mm-hmm. And I have been watching different figures like um, Chef Aki, mm-hmm. who is an alkaline vegan chef, who has taught me um, a lot that I know with my alkaline meals because I do mm-hmm. offer alkaline meal preps as well. Hey. With um, yeah, I do want to say with my um, business, mm-hmm. I offer private and personal chef bookings, meal preps, and I do catering. Mm-hmm. So within the meal preps and the catering and anything, I do alkaline meals, and she has taught me you know different recipes and different things different creative ways to spunk it up because you know it's only a it's only a a, such a big list it's you know it's a pretty small list alkaline list um and i have i've watched different vegan channels like Mm. um dr vegan and Mm -hmm. different informational um um pages that tells you you know why soy is bad another Mm -hmm. person who is a big um influence and who has taught me a lot is Nikwa, who Mm. is yeah Nikwa. you know you know who that is i feel like i've heard the name i feel like i would i would know the face if i if i seen yes her name is Nikwa underscore oh nine i believe on instagram if i'm not mistaken i know she is the sister of safari okay yes um she has taught me a lot with who we are and mm. how our body processes food, mm-hmm. breaks down food, mm-hmm. what we should avoid and shouldn't avoid. She has gave me a lot of knowledge on, you know, what we should put into our body when we should put it into our mm. body. So important. Yes, very, very important. So she has been a big figure as well. So yeah, those are those are some of the staples that have made, you know, influences on me and my knowledge of cooking and the vegan lifestyle i you know I, I i like the fact that you use people that are alive and that are here today because oftentimes we go to the past of people that you know have made their transition mm-hmm. or just you know somebody that's i don't want to say past or prime but they're not as active and like you said all people that are active today here mm-hmm. right now so you can give them their flowers here yes. right now so yes. no i really i really like that if is there anybody is there anybody from history that you would like to cook for? Because if you had the chance to, you can whip up a meal for them. Dr. Sabi. Dr. Sabi. I, I, I would love to. I would. And I say that because when mm-hmm. I got into his diet, mm-hmm. liveth, I want to correct myself, his liveth, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. eating to live. Right, right, right. When I got into his liveth, I, um, I was finding out information about him and he came to me in a dream. I am a dreamer, mm-hmm. a, such a clear dreamer. Mm-hmm. And he came to me in a dream. So I saw him in my dream. And I did not know in real life that he was tall. When I researched his um, you know, his stats and everything, I seen that he was about six one or six two, like he was my height. Yeah. In my dream, he was taller than me when I seen wow. him. He was really, really tall. Yes, and so he had on a red shirt, so that is someone I would love to cook for. Oh, I'll share yes. the Dr. Savy. Yes. Uh, I have I've had the opportunity to interview Red Pill, Blue Pill, and his last student. Uh, shout out to Marina. So that's wonderful. That's that's uh, that's wonderful. And and the reason why I say that because Marina has also expressed to me how she how Dr. Savy has come to her in a dream like 
very clear, like the really? laugh, yeah. Wow. So apparently he, you know. He comes to people he in comes dreams. People That's in dreams. powerful. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. powerful. I never had a chance to meet him, but I met his wife. So, uh, yeah, Ashe is Dr. Savi. Ashe is Dr. Savi. Is there anybody, is there anybody, so somebody watching us, you know, you're a chef, you're in shape. Is there any uh, tidbits that you can give people um, about things to eat um, in the rising? You know, sometimes in the rising, we're off going to doing whatever we do. Yes. Is there any advice to people that can whip up like a quick meal or something like a quick to go? Because I think sometimes people have the misconception of being vegetarian, plant-based or whatever that mm-hmm. every meal has to take like two hours to make or there's nothing quick or... You know, we just eat plants all day. You know, there's other <laughs> yes, things to eat. So is. I say all that to say, is there any quick uh, tidbits you can give the people for like a quick meal or something to like go in the morning in the rising? Yes, yes. So in the rising for me, mm-hmm. um, I love tea. Tea is always the first thing I start with tea and mm-hmm. water. Definitely the first thing. Um, gets you going the, the best and flushes you out. Right. Um, for the rising, I would say the lightest thing, and, and I would say light because your body is still going through its digestive process, mm-hmm. is fruits. I would say you could do the best thing is a smoothie. It's mm-hmm. a fruit smoothie. And I say fruits and strictly fruits. Leave your veggies out of the smoothie. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take a mason jar like this. And you could take strawberries. My thing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my favorite. I'm gonna give you guys my favorite recipe. Mm-hmm. It is strawberries and mangoes. A strawberry mango smoothie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love strawberries and mangoes. So I usually take the fruits myself, and I take them and I freeze them. Um, I buy fresh fruit and I freeze them. So when I make my smoothie, I don't have to add any ice. Mm-hmm. And I put them in the freezer. The next rising, I take them out, put them in a blender. I put chia seeds in my smoothie. Um, and these are all things you can choose to add. You know, preferably to yours. I add moringa mm-hmm. and um different different herbs, different things all the time. Um, it's not the same thing. I switch it up. So, those are usually two of my favorites. But strawberries, mangoes, and for those of you who like to add a little bit of sweetener, if those aren't sweet enough for you, you could add agave. But me, I stay away. I I love the regular flavor myself, <laughs> and I do spring water. Spring water, strawberries, mangoes, agave, chia seeds, you know, preferably, and blend it up. And those are one of, that's one of the best, um, that's one of the best things I would recommend in a rising is a smoothie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. So as we start to uh, wind things down, uh, from my experience, Mm -hmm. most people have not ever been, this is, ridiculous but you know it's okay because we're changing the narrative on things most people have never been asked to speak their dreams into existence so i would love to give you the platform to take the time to speak your dream into existence whatever that may be but yeah go ahead speak your dreams and things that you know you manifest in them go ahead and tell tell the wonderful people i love it So, and I would love to share my dream with you guys. My dream is to, and which I'm currently doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. So this is a current dream right yes, here, currently yes, manifesting. And I am living it out. Hey. It's to spread love, knowledge, and health through my food and spiritually nourish, you know, emotionally nourish and physically nourish people through my food. I would love to spread 
all of that love and knowledge to the world and get people to overstand and open their eyes more to living, literally living and not just existing. Ashay to that. With that being said, Queen Ja, can you please tell the people if they wanted to contact you, if they wanted to hire you, if they wanted to book you, if they just wanted to see your your, your beautiful face, where can they uh, find you at? Yes, you guys can definitely find me on social media. I have a business page under the name of Empress Eats ATL. And it's, I'll spell it out for you guys really quick. So it's the at sign. And it's E-M-P-R-E-S-S-E-A-T-S-A-T-L. And my personal page is in my bio. You can reach out for modeling inquiries through the personal. Mm-hmm. All business for food, catering, booking, you can reach out for the, through the business page. Um, you can send me a DM, um, I'm sorry, a DM or an email, preferably, mm-hmm. and I will get to you within 24 to 48 hours. Hey, thank you. I yeah. appreciate you. I appreciate your existence. I thank you for taking the time out to come on to the Richie Moon Show. Family, book her. Her food is wonderful. It's excellent. It's elite. It's great. Thank you. Yes. Um, with that being said, um, this has been another episode of the Richie Moon Show. Hey. You know what I'm talking about? Um, thank you, Queen Ja. I really do. I appreciate you for for, for coming out. Um, I appreciate you for being you. I appreciate you for all your great cooking. And thank you. Just thank you. I really um, I, I, I appreciate this. It's like, like I said, I've done in-person interviews before, but this is going to be my new normal so thank you for being the first guest and you know I, I like doing part twos because there were some questions that I didn't get a chance to ask of you so you know that always leaves the rooms for a sequel you know what I'm saying do it. with that being said that has been Queen Job I've been Richie Moon once again find her book her all that good stuff ladies and gentlemen uh-huh. peace love and light I'll catch you down the road <laughs> love and light beautiful people